0: listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts unknown subject season three of wtop's american nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms
1: incident the roadway has cleared all lanes are now open the wtop traffic center presented by window nation make no payments on your new windows for two full years visit WindowNation.com. bob Inler, wtop traffic
2: okay bob let's go to veronica johnson she is seven news first alert Chief Meteorologist.
3: Gradual clearing skies here this evening. By morning though, a few clouds will start funneling back in. Temperatures will be starting out at 35 to 42 degrees. Expect mainly dry conditions albeit can't rule out a a stray shower prior to 7 a.m. I'm forecasting high temperatures tomorrow between 42 and 47 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: Springfield 43 degrees and some parts of our area could be down to the mid-30s.
4: You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
0: WTOP News. Facts matter.
2: Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, the drunk driver who struck and killed a Gatesburg couple on Election Day a few years back is sentenced this evening.
4: Virginia could be making billions if an arena is built in Potomac Yard. Is it too good to be true? I'm Scott Gelman.
2: Staying in Virginia, they could be a step closer to raising the minimum wage. One week after that deadly house explosion in Sterling, what have investigators learned about the cause? countdown to shutdown one weekend away now from a partial government federal shutdown. If lawmakers aren't able to act, we'll go in depth with Scott McFarlane of CBS News.
4: It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance.
5: I'm Jennifer Kuiper. Reproductive health comes up on the campaign trail ahead of tomorrow's South Carolina GOP primary. It stems from the Alabama Supreme Court ruling that embryos can be considered children, which has prompted some facilities to pause in vitro fertilization procedures. Former President Trump calls on the Alabama legislature to find an immediate solution to preserve the availability of IVF. CBS's Robert Costa Former reports... Former U.N.
3: Ambassador Nikki Haley aims for a breakthrough in her home state, a national reckoning over the Alabama Supreme Court's ruling on in vitro fertilization is upending the final hours of the South Carolina primary. How should Republicans talk about IVF treatments?
6: What I will say is don't have a knee-jerk reaction over this. We want to make sure embryos are protected. This decision needs to be decided between the parents and the physicians, no
5: one else. Government doesn't need to start intruding into this. A suspect is in custody tonight in connection with the death of a University of Georgia-Athens nursing student. CBS's Mark Strassman reports. Late
3: this afternoon, police announced they had a murder suspect in custody, but gave no other details. Friday felt different here, edgy for many. All day, police scoured this apartment complex, and Friday classes were canceled. So definitely a fear factor. For Georgia students like Haley Pearson and Addison Turkin.
0: Everyone's just in their dorm or went home and it's just a quiet, eerie feeling.
5: A jury in Manhattan has found the longtime former leader of the National Rifle Association, Wayne LaPierre, guilty of fraudulently spending millions of dollars of the organization's money. CBS's Errol Barnett says LaPierre has to repay more than $4 million. The witnesses
3: were former NRA executives and board members who said that when they raised problems and issues with accounting practices, they were rebuffed or they were dismissed. And so in the end, the jury did find, in fact, that much of Wayne LaPierre's behavior as the man running the NRA uh, went beyond what policies would allow.
5: Russia's invasion of Ukraine enters its third year tomorrow. Ukraine's president says his forces face critical shortages of supplies on the battlefield. CBS's Charlie Dagata in Ukraine.
4: The Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, laying wreaths for the war dead at a cemetery in the western city of Lviv. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Hello, Schumer and a visiting congressional uh, delegation really also paid today. their respects. And we saw the faces of the brave men and women who had lost their lives. And pledged to push through the $60 billion aid package stalled in Congress.
5: This is CBS News.
4: Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance.
2: 1003 on WTOP. Friday night, February 23rd, 2024. Tyson's is at 40, and we'll head down to the mid-30s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. New tonight, a Gaithersburg man has been sentenced to eight years behind bars for hitting and killing a married couple on their way to vote back in 2022. Dave, uh, rather, Davinder Singh was sentenced to 10 years with two years suspended and five years of supervised probation. He's also being ordered to pay $2,000 in fines. Singh was found guilty by jury last July for the deaths of 65-year-old Miguel Antonio Ortiz and his 70-year-old wife, Ana Margarita Ortiz. Investigators say Singh was drunk when he struck the couple. They were holding hands and crossing the street. They had hoped to vote at an elementary school polling place. Another political setback for those who want that new arena in Alexandria for the Capitals and Wizards and the whole entertainment complex to be built there, a bill that would create a stadium authority to fund and oversee the project, is now effectively dead in Virginia's General Assembly. It did pass in the House of Delegates, but it didn't even get out of committee in the Senate. Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian tells WTOP it's a blow but not a total surprise. Like any other bill, you would want to have your bill heard when it goes over on crossover. We all would like to have our bills to be heard on the Senate side, but it's not a surprise because typically that has been the practice.
7: And it's the same practice on the House side. If we do not hear a House bill when Senate bills come to us and they are identical in nature, we typically will not hear the Senate bill either. So that's a tradition that has gone on with the general assembly for
2: the plan for the new arena is not dead altogether it will continue in private budget negotiations proponents of this plan to bring the teams to Potomac Yard say the project would be a major boost to econ- uh, to economics or economies in both Virginia and Alexandria one expert tells WTOP Scott Gelman though it may not be as much money as projected
4: these are forecasts that are too optimistic too rosy. One reason for that, according to Michael Falkender with the University of Maryland, is the interest rate used in the analysis is too low. Essentially a 4% interest rate is going to make those future cash flows look more valuable today. The report's projecting Virginia to make billions with an entertainment district at Potomac Yard. Falkender is calling that figure overstated, in part because of how much it's expecting in new income tax revenue. Are we saying that people are going to live next to this common Complex who otherwise would not have lived in the state of Virginia. It's also based on an assumption that people wouldn't be spending money on entertainment without the arena complex. Scott Gelman, WTOP
2: News. WTOP has asked this firm that did the analysis for comment, and we hope to hear back. Uh, a bill that would raise Virginia's minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour is now on its way to Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. The Democratic-controlled House of Delegates and State Senate in Richmond passed the measure today along party lines it would bump the current $12 per hour minimum wage to $13.50 by next year, then 15 bucks an hour by 2026. But the bill faces an uncertain future, as Yunkin has previously said. He's opposed to raising the minimum wage. We're learning a lot more about the deadly house explosion in Sterling nearly a week ago. If you were tuned in to us here at WTOP a week ago, Friday night last, we were in full swing as far as covering This uh, disaster, a volunteer firefighter lost his life with almost a dozen other first responders hurt. It happened last Friday night as crews were responding to the report of a gas leak on Silver Ridge Drive. The Loudoun County Fire Marshal's office has now finished its on-site investigation. It finds an unknown ignition source set off a leaking 500-gallon underground propane tank. Investigators say their probe is extremely complex, and they're going to be looking at this for quite a while. The blast caused an estimated $2.5 million in damage. The fire marshal's office says six other structures need to be repaired. That includes three nearby homes that are currently unsafe to live in. When your job and your community reward toughness, how do you get help when you need it, when you feel vulnerable? D.C. is putting the spotlight on mental health for first responders.
5: Assistant Fire
6: Chief Michael Knight with the D.C. Fire Department says it's helpful when members like Lieutenant Robert Alvarado talk about their own mental health struggles.
4: And everybody looks at him as he's so strong, he's tough, he, he could possibly have a mental health issue or challenge
3: or crisis. Alvarado explains. I'm fine when I'm fighting fires and doing all that, and I'm totally at the man, and outside of that, though, you know, fragile. At a forum on mental health
6: in the black community, And among first responders, D.C. Fire Chief John Donnelly said...
3: My takeaway from today is a reminder that we need to be committed to making sure that everybody has access.
6: In the district, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming
2: up here on WTOP, the local news outlet DCist shuts down and there are layoffs. A French bistro in our area is closing, but not forever, just for some renovations. 1008. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, going to Bob Imler in the traffic center.
1: And the district, police are with a crash southbound on DC 295 near East Capitol Street. Very heavy and slow-headed south from Burroughs Avenue getting to it. Otherwise, things are pretty quiet around the region. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet. In Manassas, Old Sutterville Road north of Yorkshire Lane still closed. That for utility work. Uh, from a crash that occurred earlier that brought down a power pole on 395 and 695 along with 66, each running without delay. And Maryland 270 looks all right, as do both 95 and the Baltimore Washington Parkway, 50 to the Bay Bridge, also without delay. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic.
2: All right, Bob. Now it's time for Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist.
3: As this latest weather maker moves out, we'll have some scattered clouds overnight and a mixture of clouds and sunshine for your Saturday. It will be a cooler day. Temperatures early tomorrow morning, 35 to 42 degrees. Tomorrow afternoon, between 42 and 47 degrees. I've got winds that could gust still to about 20 miles per hour, and that is going to give us a little bit of a wind chill. Lighter winds for Sunday and more sunshine near 50 degrees. That'll be the more comfortable day for getting out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. In Tyson's, we're at 40. Waldorf, 41. LaFont Plaza, 45 degrees.
2: Some of us could be down to 35 overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com.
0: Breaking news on WTOP.
2: A South Carolina man has been found guilty tonight of killing a black transgender woman. This is the nation's first federal trial over a hate crime based on gender identity. Jurors decided that D'Aquah De Lamique Ritter fatally shot Dime Doe three times. August 4th of 2019 is when this happened because of her gender identity. Ritter was also convicted of using a gun in connection with the crime and obstructing justice. Repeating this breaking news, a South Carolina man found guilty tonight of killing a black transgender woman. It's the nation's first federal trial over a hate crime based on gender identity. Let's get to your money news. It comes up at 10 and 40 past the hour. We're checking in with Ian Crawford.
4: Monami Gabi in Bethesda is shutting its doors temporarily. The Washington Business Journal reports the restaurant will close for a big renovation, expected to reopen by the end of the year. After 20 years, the website DCist is gone. A splash screen on the site sends people to the website for public radios, WAMU, DCist's partner since 2018. Axios DC reports 15 staffers were laid off as well. The Dow up 62, the S&P up 2, both record closes the Nasdaq down 45 Ian Crawford WTOP news It was a good week
2: for Wall Street all three indices gained more than 1% in one case the S&P gaining almost 2% for the week Still ahead on WTOP what kind of work is being done here to avoid a federal government shutdown that could come
4: up next Friday night if lawmakers don't act
2: coming up here on wtop a little later this half hour a plea deal for a dc police officer accused of shooting a man who was asleep in his car and when the car began to roll forward that's when the officer opened fire the victim's family is upset about this plea deal we'll have more later this half
6: hour we all hear the radio ads about the irs they tell you to be afraid to be scared and they try to frighten you into calling That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Washington's top news,
0: WTOP. Facts matter.
6: 1014,
2: I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us. Countdown to shutdown on WTOP. Leaders in both political parties are scrambling to secure a deal on government spending as the window quickly closes and fears of a shutdown grow more pronounced. The deadline is a week from tonight for the first handful of agencies to close and then March 8th for the rest. We talk about this with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland.
4: A couple possibilities here. First of all, there are negotiations that are underway, or at least, you know, discussions underway, If not negotiations. It's quite possible we'll find something out before the end of the weekend of how they're going to tend to this deadline, which is one week from tonight, and a second deadline, which would shut down more of the government, including the Pentagon, two weeks from tonight. It seems imminent that there's going to be one of two things happening to me. there's going to be some type of short-term, two- or three-week deal to hit that snooze button one more time and delay things one more time, keep the government open, or this breach of the deadline that causes a partial shutdown. Um, The former seems more likely than the latter, but this has been a dance we've – danced three different times in the past six months and all of this has an impact just the brinksmanship has an impact uncertainty for military families uncertainty for federal workers and contractors and all the planning that has to go into the contingencies for a government shutdown at our local federal offices
2: we were wondering whether speaker mike johnson still can go with that little band-aid that you talked about the two or, or three week continuing resolution some of his members really hate that
4: they do and it's part of the reason we're in this mess is that he's got some numbers up there. House Republican conference who say they want to do things more traditionally, by more regular order and that these short-term deals that just continue federal spending where they were months ago, it's unacceptable so to keep this happening, to keep the government open, it would be a third time at a minimum that the Speaker has had to get an overwhelming number of Democrats to vote for a plan to keep Washington open and functioning and the Speaker keeps taking political hits and shots every time he does that and you'll recall, Dimitri, September 30th Kevin McCarthy did that, lost his job soon after.
2: Let's turn to some of the Trump trials. There's been so much focus lately on New York, but we need to look at Florida. What's happening down there and the classified documents case?
4: Oh, by the way, there's that other federal criminal prosecution by the special counsel, Jack Smith, at Mar-a-Lago, where former President Trump allegedly mishandling and <laughs> improperly risking exposure of classified documents and classified secrets at his Mar-a-Lago resort. It's been a while since we've checked in much on this case because it's kind of been Stuck in the muck in the federal courts in Fort Pierce, Florida. So many motions, so many challenges. Well, Thursday night into Friday morning, the former president's lawyers invoked that argument they've made here in Washington to no avail. The presidential immunity claim that he was president at the time and allegedly declassified records when he was president, therefore making this prosecution untenable, if not unconstitutional. The Supreme Court, you'll recall, is reviewing the presidential immunity claim in the D.C. election interference case. And we're still waiting for the Supreme Court to get back to everybody about what their decision is. Add another one to the pile. He's now claiming presidential immunity in Florida. That case has been in the slow lane for quite a while. Like, you know, Thursday rush hour, 270 spur slow lane That's how slow that thing's been moving. And there's no indication at all that thing's likely to go to trial before the election.
2: CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarlane on Skype. Top stories here on WTOP. President Biden levels new sanctions on Russia following the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Tomorrow marks two years since Russia invaded Ukraine. NASA and its partners say the lunar lander has come down on its side, but that doesn't mean it's totally broken down. It's still getting power from the sun, and the projects are continuing. I'm sure they would have loved for the thing to be upright, but you can't have it all. A day before the South Carolina primary, former President Trump says he strongly supports IVF, following Alabama's high court ruling that embryos are children. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. It's time for Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center.
1: Pretty quiet around the region, but for one incident in the district. Southbound DC 295 at East Capitol Street working with a crash there. And it is very slow, beginning at Burroughs Avenue, getting down to it. Northbound, the lanes are open and getting by without delay. But around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, all is quiet. In Manassas, old Centerville Road, that is still closed north of Yorkshire Lane with utility work from an earlier crash. 66 runs without delay both ways, and we're in great shape on both 395 and 95. And in Maryland on 270, all is quiet in both directions. 95, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each without delay between the Beltways and clear sailing on 50 to the Bay Bridge. Slide into innovative window treatment options for your sliding glass doors. Annapolis and King Jordan's residents, check out your options at budgetblinds.com. That's budgetblinds.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic.
2: Let's go to
3: 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Scattered clouds overnight and a mixture of clouds and sunshine for your Saturday. It will be a bit of a chilly day feeling more like winter for Saturday. Temperatures will be starting out between 35 and 42 degrees with afternoon temperatures... 42 to 47 but feeling more like we're in the upper 30s to lower 40s. A little wind chill for Saturday. I'm tracking lighter winds on Sunday and brighter skies near 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: DuPont Circle now at 42, Germantown 37 and Annandale 42 degrees. Some parts of our area could be down to the middle 30s overnight. An arrest in the murder case of a University of Georgia nursing student That story is on the way on WTOP.
0: I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, a Pfizer vaccine. So am I,
4: because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia.
0: If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other... Other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar twenty may help provide added protection.
2: I don't know how much you use Amazon to have everything delivered at home, but I can tell you it could be quite addictive. And now in one part of our area, this wouldn't be Amazon, it would be other delivery services, they're talking about expanding delivery of alcohol right to your front door. We'll explore that a little bit coming up on WTOP
4: life insurance why are you putting it off can't afford it too much hassle think you don't need it there's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance but if you weren't there who would pay the mortgage and other bills with ethos you could be covered in 10 minutes and boom family protected ethos fast and easy online term life insurance up to two million dollars in coverage with no medical exam some policies as low as a dollar a day answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's getethos.com.
0: Is it a good day for a stroll on the National Mall? Or better to hang on the couch with your favorite shows? Plan your day with WTOP weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP, Washington's top news.
7: Hello, I'm Jamie Bell, president of Lido Pizza, and I want to share a story about our partnership with WTOP. We began advertising with WTOP News over 20 years ago. Over the years, thousands of people have visited Lido Pizza after hearing our messages. I value the success of this partnership, and WTOP is a terrific advertising option if you need lots of customers. It's one of the reasons we've grown to over 120 locations spanning from New York to Florida. At Lido Pizza, we take pride in never cutting corners. Lido Pizza has been a local favorite since 1955. At WTOP, they take pride in creating customized marketing plans for their advertisers that deliver measurable results. So, if you're looking for catering, fundraising opportunities, or just an easy, delicious meal, please visit Alito Pizza near you or order online at LetoPizza.com. If you need help attracting new customers to your business, I encourage you to contact WTOP. Go to WTOP.com and search Advertise. Lito Pizza is Square because Lito Pizza never cuts corners.
0: You're listening to WTOP News.
2: It's 10:23. Police have made an arrest in the death of a nursing student on the University of Georgia campus
7: in Athens, Georgia.
5: University of Georgia Police Chief Jeff Clark made the announcement in the death of 22-year-old Lakin Hope Riley.
7: Jose Antonio Abera. 26 years of age.
5: Chief Clark says Ibera lives in Athens but is not a US citizen and that he did not know Riley, who appears to have died of blunt force trauma.
7: I think this was a crime of opportunity.
5: There's not been a homicide at the University of Georgia in almost 30 years. Linda Kenyon, CBS News.
7: A
2: DC police sergeant has pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter and a civil rights violation in connection to the deadly shooting of a man who was sleeping in his car. 42-year-old Ennis Jevrick was initially charged with second-degree murder in the 2021 death of 27-year-old Antoine Gilmore, but he cut a plea deal with prosecutors. Uh, take you back to the original scene here. Officers found Gilmore asleep in his car in Northeast D.C. around 3 a.m. in August of 2021. There was a gun in his waistband. Prosecutors say Jervick asked another officer to knock on the window to wake Gilmore up, at which point the car lurched forward several feet That's when prosecutors say Jervick fired 10 shots. He faces up to 11 years behind bars. A Prince George's County police corporal is under arrest, suspended from his job after being charged with attempted murder and assault. Corporal David Hardister has been with the police force for 19 years. He was arrested earlier today after being accused of shooting a man he knew with his work weapon, according to investigators. They say it happened while Hardister was off duty in Charles County about 1 this morning. Prince George's County police say Hardister is suspended without pay. He is expected to appear in court on Monday. Ordering alcohol to your front door. They're talking about that using DoorDash and Instacart. They're talking about it in Annapolis.
4: Maryland lawmakers are looking at allowing third-party delivery apps like DoorDash
3: to pick up alcohol from a liquor store and deliver it right to your home. Customers want delivery. They're getting everything delivered these days.
4: Chad Harrell's with DoorDash, and he told Maryland Senate Finance
3: Committee that in other states that offer this, small independent liquor stores actually saw a 180% increase in sales. That means a lot of alcohol is being delivered to people's homes.
4: Montgomery County Senator Ben Kramer admitted he doesn't like the bill. And there is a distinct difference between alcohol and a hamburger. A vote will come later this session. John Dome and WTOP
0: News. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP.
4: 10
7: 25 as we check in with Rob Woodfork. Well, the Wizards owe for the road in their return from the All Star break. They took a-